Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Saints Coaches Show. This is Mike Austin Studio. Bobby Bear is at the Silver Slipper in Hancock, Mississippi. And joining us also is Saints head coach Dennis Allen and coach... It uh, was not a pretty Sunday, and I know thus it was not a pretty Monday. And fans are fired up, and I know you are as well. It's just, I mean, I guess, how do you explain it? I guess this would be the the question fans would want to know if they were in this chair tonight. How do you explain the overall performance? Well, I mean, the overall performance wasn't good enough. Um, You know, certainly, um, you know, we felt felt like we had a good week of practice. Um, and yet we went out in the game and we didn't execute the way we're capable of executing. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not happy about it. No one in this building's happy about it. Um, and we know that we have to play better. We have to play better in, in all areas. Um, and, and that's what we're going to do. Now, uh, Coach Allen, we got to go on the road at New England. Uh, New England, I, I thought was interesting. Uh, they have a prolific defense like uh, we have. It didn't show up against Dallas. But you look at a small sample size, uh, they were top five defense as far as total defense. And then looking at uh, past defense, they also were top five. So it's not going to get any easier. I know we're able to utilize Taysom Hill in that red zone and that QB power and all that, but I'm sure they're going to try and make adjustments. So it doesn't get any easier going in the road in New England and considering, you know, we got in Paris at home in, this, uh, in, the, in, the, in, in the Superdome, the season Superdome, that they also got embarrassed. I know they were on the road at Dallas, but I know they could be looking to, uh, to bounce back. So it doesn't get any easier, to say the least. No, it doesn't get any easier, and, and, uh, and you're right. We got embarrassed in, in, in our house, and, and – uh... You know, they didn't perform as well as they would have liked to on the road at Dallas. So uh, it's a good football team that we're facing. Um, you know, they, they've lost games to Philadelphia, Miami, and Dallas, uh, all three of, of which are teams that I feel are, you know, at the top of our league. And so uh, they've got a good football team, and, and um, they're really good on defense. I think offensively, um, they've done a lot of really good things. Uh, they, too, have had some opportunities that, you know, they get a little something going and, uh, you know, have have a, have a mistake here or there, which puts them behind the chain. So um, I think, you know, obviously we're going to have to put a good game plan together and, and uh, we got a work cut out for us going up to, uh, up to New England. 
Coach Allen, you know, when you talk about, because uh, it is feared, uh, we have a reputation as far as the dome field advantage, the advantage that being in the Caesar Superdome, you know, it's one of the most uh, feared venues in the NFL. You were a part of this even before you became a head coach. Uh, I was looking in a span, a four-year span, a good sample size from 2017 to 20. The Saints had won 25 out of 32 home games uh, during that stretch. And then as of late, though, uh, we've won seven and I lost 11 in the Dome. So you know the fans want to cheer, but there's nothing, if you don't give anything to cheer for, it, it, that's very disheartening. That, I was more disheartened, even though we're up by 17 with 12 minutes left losing to the Packers, because uh, to me, this game looked in the Dome very similar to we played the primetime game against the Ravens. Well, you know, you want to have a chance at the end. It's like, well, we have no chance. Uh, do, do you understand that vibe and what it takes that you got to take care of a home field? Yeah, look, there's no question, Bobby. I mean, we, we certainly understand that. We don't take that lightly. And uh, we haven't played well uh, at home of late. Um, you know, it's really kind of been, you know, over the last, you know, two years and, and, and now what, two games during this, this season. So it's something that we've got we've to be better at. Um, you know, and, and, and we know we have to be better there. And, and it's really our job, you know, to put a good product on the field for our fans. And, uh, you know, we're disappointed that we weren't able to do that this weekend. Coach, you lose uh, Jawan Johnson tight end at really pregame warm-ups. He re-aggravated a calf injury. Uh, and I'm, so you're really left with just Jimmy Graham as, as your tight end. I can't imagine, and you can correct me, but I can't imagine that Taysom took given your quarterback situation going into Tampa, took a ton of snaps at tight end. I'm just curious. He didn't have Foster Morrow either. He was questionable, so game-time decision. But I'm just curious as kind of the impact, not an excuse, but the impact that had to play calling with all, when you're literally might have had, you know, all these plays with two tight ends and you only end up with one tight end, period, uh, to play. Well, yeah, look, there's a lot that goes into that, you know, uh, particularly when you when you uh, you know kind of right before you're taking the field, uh, you know you're in the locker room trying to go through all your personnel groupings and you know all your plays and see you know which one of those plays go to Jimmy and which one of those plays go to Taysom Hill and then which one of those plays do we utilize a jumbo uh, to fill that role and so uh, you know that's but look that's part of. That's part of pro football. You know, you have the same thing that goes on if you have an injury. If that ha injury happened in the first play of the game, you know, you probably even have less time to really make those adjustments. So, um, you know, certainly it had an effect on us, but yet uh, we've got to be able to overcome that. Now, uh, Coach Allen, uh, obviously the fans are going to ask this, and I said, well, I, I don't know if the timing's right, but uh, it will be addressed if things don't turn around. And what I mean by that, as far as scoring points, and I'm not talking about just points, field goals, I'm talking about touchdowns. The Saints have now gone 19 consecutive possessions uh, without scoring a touchdown. Uh, scored just four, four offensive touchdowns through the first four games of the season. So uh, I, I know that something has to be addressed. Now, with that being said, when you're setting up a game plan, I know Pete Carmichael has been part of that uh, going way back post-Katrina. This is like Drew Brees, Sean Payton. And then when Sean was out, whether it's Bounty Gate or he got run over on the sideline, he messed up his knee, Pete had called plays. When you're having to call plays game in and game out, there's an art to that. 
It's a lot harder than people think. Where there come a case in point or a time frame that maybe if it's not getting done, now he had a chance in the preseason, that being Ronald Curry. Look, he's the passing game quarterback, uh, uh, passing game coordinator, quarterback coach, that it, it would come a case in point that, and I told fans, I said, maybe it might not be right now. you got to slow your roll. I know you're not patient. A lot of times I know I've been in the past. Things occur in the bye week if you're not having success. So hopefully we do have success. Coming up, whether we had New England at Houston, you got the Jaguars Thursday night at the Colts. So there's still a number of games to play. But that process, would you agree with this as far as, listen, you could be outstanding in the offensive football and you help set up, set up a game plan, but it doesn't, it doesn't, it, 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 those guys just don't fall off trees. The art of being able to call plays and how you set up plays, how a game transpires. Well, yeah, look, Bobby, there's a lot of truth to, to you know, a lot of what you just said. There, there is an art to, um, you know, calling a game. Um, and, and, and look, we, we know that we have to be better at scoring points. I mean, ultimately, that's what this boils down to is our ability to, you know, get the ball into the end zone. And, and yet, we also know that we're early in the season. Um, I don't think it's time for anybody to hit the panic button. Um, but yet, we know that there's a sense of urgency that we have, to, we have to be better. I think everybody in this building understands that we have to be better. Uh, obviously, it starts with me, goes through the assistant coaches, and on down to the players. And, and uh, you know, we have not been good enough the last two weeks. Um, and and uh, we have to we have to look to make adjustments to to be better in that area. So um, I think there's a lot of like, um, you know, I, I think we're I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves as we sit here four games in the season, um, and yet we have to be better. Got to take a break. This is Mike Hoss along with Bobby Abair and along Saints head coach Dennis Allen. This is the Saints Coaches Show back after this on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Carson, Bobby Bear, along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. And coach, kind of a double question here. First off, just overall, how did Derek Carr come out health-wise? I mean, you know, moving moving forward. And secondly, I'm, I'm curious, and just as you watched the game and watched it unfold and then watched the film or the, the clips, do you think – I don't think his, his, his – you said he wouldn't play if his injury would impact his ability to execute the offense. Got it, 100%. My question is, do you think his injury at all might have impacted the clock in his head, right? You know, I mean, he, it, he's always had that. I mean, do you think it impacted that and his overall health? Um. Give me the first part of your question again, Mike. Just, just how do you come out of the game health wise? Yeah. Know. So uh, look, look health wise, he, he he came out. He was a little sore today. Um, he told me that he felt better, uh, you know, on this Monday as opposed to where he felt last Monday. So that was a that was a good sign. Um, you know, I, I don't know that that uh, sped the clock up in, in his head. Um, you know, that's probably a question that he would have to answer. Uh, I do think that. There might have been a couple of throws that, that, you know, I felt like that he missed that, you know, typically he wouldn't he wouldn't miss. And so I don't know if that was a factor in, in that or not. But, uh, look, I don't think that was – I don't think that was a major factor in the game. You know, I think just, you know, our, our ability, you know, really on both sides of the ball, you know, when you really look at it, um, you know, situational football is, is where that – what that game really boiled down to – uh, you know, we have um, obviously, you know, seven and three game with 41 seconds to go in the half. And, you know, we really just got to punch the ball off the goal line to be able to take a couple of knees and get into halftime at seven to three. Uh, we have the fumble, which then turns into seven points for them. Um, you know, red zone, they, they, they were able to score touchdowns. We had to kick field goals. Uh, you know, we didn't do a good enough job of converting on third down and, and we allowed you know, 53% third down conversion. So that was really what the game boiled down to. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, when I look at, okay, playmakers, and you got to get in the playmakers' hands, uh, I mean, I'd have thought this was a misprint. Uh, and I want to talk about Alvin Kamara and Chris Olave. I'm looking at Kamara. Somebody would have told me he had, uh, I'm not even talking about the targets, but uh, eight, 13 uh, receptions for 33 yards ago. That, that's a misprint. That, that didn't happen. Because you think Alvin Kamara, how explosive he is, he's not going to average uh, two and a half yards. But that's what it was, 13 receptions, 33 yards. Was that maybe the design of the play or maybe hoping to get more yards after the catch? And then also I'm looking at, I want you to comment on that. And then Chris Olave, he's amongst the top ten. Uh, we started the season small sample size. I know it was three games, but he ranked uh, NFL's top ten in targets, receptions, and receiving yards. You know, a couple of games over 100. Where all of a sudden, uh, well, he had like one target. Now he ended up with six, but only one for four yards. I mean, uh, Chris Olave is better than that. I think you would agree with that, and even Kamara, that that type of production. Yeah, and I think when you look at Kamara's, you know, there's a couple of those plays that were, um, you know, jet sweep plays that you know end up, you know, counting as passes that went for negative yards. 
Um, and so I think that that skewed that a little bit. And yet, you know, uh, you got to give those guys credit. I mean, they 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 did a good job of of you know when we were when we were checking the ball down to Alvin, they were they did a good job of converging on the football and 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 they had a plan to you know to take Chris out of the game. And so um, look, I know we have to be uh, a lot better than we were, and yet I give them some credit for. Uh, the way that they played in the game and, and their game plan to try to take those guys out of the game. Now, uh, you know, Coach Allen, obviously, uh, y'all always talk about the turnover margin. Uh, you know, we were minus two for the game, but we're not negative. And, you know, last year, I think that was a big reason why we were 7-11. You don't want to be minus 11. You want to be on that plus side and build upon that. Well, now we're back at zero. Uh, you can talk about that block punt. So it's almost maybe a half, or I could say we're not at least negative. But the one thing, uh, when you look back, uh, the third down efficiency, as far as offense and defense, we were unbelievable where you'd want to be, uh, I guess, maybe a little bit better on the offense uh, the first two games, definitely on the defensive side. But now in back-to-back games, we've kind of flipped that, where offensively we're only converting uh, like low 30s, and then defensively we're giving up like, uh, the, for instance, the Bucks were 8 of 15, 53%. And I'm looking like against Green Bay and Tampa Bay, they were combined 16 for 31, 52%. You know, when you're trying to control time possession and tempo of the game, you know that has to be totally unacceptable. And I know you as being a defensive coach, you're thinking, hell, we got to get off the field on third down. It wasn't the case the first two games, but that was the case uh, in, in the point in being against Green Bay and Tampa. Now, we don't need New England to be over 50% on third down. No, there's no question. I mean, that to me, that was the, that was the tell of the game. You know, uh, the first touchdown drive, they converted, you know, four third downs, a uh, couple of them, uh, you know, a couple of third down conversions in the game came off quarterback scrambles. We got them to check the ball down in the red area. We missed a couple of tackles, which then led to a touchdown. You know, so, uh, you know, we busted a coverage there at the end of the game that, that uh, allowed for an explosive to – to lead to their final touchdown of the of the uh, of the game, and so yeah, that's not it's not acceptable. It's not our standard, and and um, you know we'll be better at that. This is the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss and Bobby Abair, along with Saints head coach Dennis Allen. Got to take a quick break. We're back on the other side. We'll talk more about the Saints in Tampa Bay and get ready for New England on Sunday. Back after this on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Mike Hoss, Bobby Abair, and Saints head coach Dennis Allen. And coach, I know the, the first injury report will come out on Wednesday. I'm just kind of curious as we're looking for something kind of positive to kind of grab onto the possibility of maybe getting a Pulse and a Debo back, uh, Cesar Ruiz, uh, if he could come back, then he'd go to right guard, maybe Hurst back to his left guard position, just kind of a Debo and, and Ruiz situation. And I know you lost some other players yesterday, but we'll, we'll talk about them on, on Wednesday. But I was curious about those two. Um, yeah, look, I think I think uh, the hope is that they're back out there at practice on, on Wednesday and, and begin to get themselves ready to play for the weekend. Um, you know, certainly we got a ways to go before we get there, but but yeah, I think the injury uh, news on those guys was positive uh, going into today. And Coach Allen, speaking of a positive note, I think he's trending in the right direction. Brian Brzee, I'm looking. I want you to after you looked at him on film, he had four total tackles, two and assisted. He had a sack. He had a quarterback hurry. He led the team in tackles for loss with two. What were uh, your impression um, with him? 
I want you to comment on that. And then fans have asked me, they go, Bobby, they are defensive leaders. The last two games, we haven't really heard from Demario Davis and Cam Jordan. Yeah, well, I was, you know, talking about uh, Brian Brzee, I mean, I, th- I think he's been active inside for us. He, he brings an athletic element inside, and he's, uh, you know, got the ability to, to win quick. Uh, you know, he had the sack in the game and, and, and then had the nice tackle for loss on, a, on an inside movement. Uh, so I think he's doing some really good things. Obviously, there's still some things he's got to improve on. You know, his pad level, I think, has got to get better and, you know, some of his fundamentals and technique. But uh, certainly I think he's, uh, he's made some impact plays for us. Um, and, yeah, look, you know, um, DeMario and Cam are, are guys that we're, we're counting on to, uh, you know, not only lead our team from a, uh, from a, 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 a leadership standpoint, from a, from a uh, uh, veteran presence standpoint, but also from a production on the field. And so uh, I think, you know, when you look at these last couple of games, it just, you know, we haven't performed as well as we need to really in, in, in any phase. And, and, and it's, uh, you know, we're all, you know, we're all part of it, uh, coaches, players, everybody. And, and so just collectively as a group, you know, we've got to, we've got to be better in terms of our attention to detail and, and uh, uh, we got to perform better. Now, uh, you know, uh, Coach Allen, when I look at this, uh, you know, you could say it was the turning point, but I, I thought it was a big play. Uh, if you look initially, uh, what we're able to do, uh, you know, we go 11 plays, 56 yards, and we're up, uh, you know, five and a half minutes. Uh, we're up three to zero. We get off the field, and then offensively, uh, 39 situation, uh, Carter Prentice, the fullback. I mean, it seemed like he would have ran for days. I mean, there's nobody even guarding him. So when you look at those big plays and those hit or misses, and then obviously, uh, instead of down seven to three and a half, we're down 14 to three. And uh, look, I know you trust Prentice, the fullback, but in hindsight, uh, I know you wanted to get away uh, as far as uh, quarterback sneak, whatever. But uh, well, how do you evaluate those players and the impact considering on what they had in the momentum of the game and how that could have changed? Well, you know, look, you never know which plays are going to uh, be the game-changing plays in the game. And, and certainly, you know, I thought, um, you know, if we, if, we're, if we get that third and nine and are able to convert that third and nine, and, and you know, I, I think, I think worst-case scenario, we gain about – you know, 15 yards on that play. And if we make somebody miss, it could be an even bigger play. So uh, I think that, you know, kind of turns the momentum of the game. And then obviously the play down there on the goal line was a, was a huge uh, momentum swing in the game. And, and uh, um, you know, you go into, you go into the halftime down seven to three, knowing that ah, we didn't play as well as we need to. And yet we're, we're only down seven to three. Uh, it's a different game when you're down 14 to three. Coach, it's an interesting stretch. You'll play four straight uh, AFC contests at New England, at Houston, then a very short week to come home with Jacksonville, then then at Indianapolis. And as you just kind of started, as we talked about it, I mean, New England one and three only averages you know less than fourteen points a game. But they've they've also played Philly, Miami, and Dallas, and you know a, a Jets team that was supposed to have Aaron Rodgers didn't. But that would have been a pretty tough way to start the season with four games, but certainly better than their record. Yeah, look, it's a good football team. You just got to turn the tape on and watch it. Um, you know, I'm 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 watching their offense right now, and I'm very impressed with uh, 
I haven't gotten to the Dallas game yet, but I'm, I'm very impressed, you know, in the first three games of what I've seen from them offensively. You know, they've, they've got a lot of uh, tempo plays, some no-huddle stuff. Uh, they stress the defense in that way. Um, and, and, you know, the opening game of the season, I mean, you know, with exception of the first quarter, they, they, they really kind of uh, looked to me like kind of had their way in, in, in that game and yet came up on the short end of the stick. So uh, we know that this is a really good team. We know it's a really, really good defense that we're playing uh, and, a, and a very capable offense. Well, Coach, not not easy times, but as you said, man, it's four games in, right? It's October second, long way to go. Two and two. Best of luck uh, in this next stretch with at New England, uh, Houston, Jacksonville, and Indy. And uh, we appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Let's pause 10 seconds to let stations identify themselves here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. When we come back, we will talk with Saints linebackers coach Michael Hodges. Came in 2017. He's been the linebackers coach now in his fourth season. He'll join the show next. It is the Saints Coaches Show with Bobby Bear. Mike Dettelier will join us a little later as well at the Silver Slipper here on the Community Coffee New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. And as always, at this spot, we have a Saints assistant coach joining us. And Michael Hodges in his fourth season as the linebackers coach joins us tonight. Coach, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. How are we doing? Well, we're, you know, we've been better, I'm sure, like yourselves. And, you know, a long week of work, I'm sure, ahead for you guys out there on airline drive. And I'm I'm curious as we'll, we'll get into the game a little bit and just the frustration level from a coaching standpoint and yourself and defensively, the inability kind of to get pressure on Baker Mayfield where, man, you could just kind of see his confidence rise. And then when you did get some good pressure, I mean, kind of his escapability and he was able to use his legs to pick up first downs or maybe take them out of field goal range into field goal range was very, it just had to be frustrating. No, you're, you're, you're dead on. I mean, I think, Whatever frustrations you guys are feeling, y'all can y'all can uh, throw a couple uh, layers on top of that. You can understand where we're at, and so look, there's there's a lot to go into that, and, and you got to give Baker some credit. He did a good job of finding ways out of there, and um, 
on the other side of that coin, we got to find ways to do to do better on our end. And be that, uh, you know, DA always talks about that. You know, coverage and and rush have to match, and we got to we got to figure out that math between those two elements to get that thing fixed. Now, uh, Coach Hodges, I brought this up to Coach Allen, and um, when you look at the film, because there's been like. I don't know, Helter Skelter, I don't know, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. We were unfreaking believable the first two games on, on third down defense. Then all of a sudden, you know, that was against the Titans and the Pandas, but against the Packers and the Bucks, all of a sudden they go 16 for 31, 52%. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. we were like number two in the league. What the hell happened? It's like, is it discipline? Or uh, because offensively, you know, we weren't, we weren't great, but we were very good. But it seems like the script has been flipped where offensively we were only uh, converting at a very low rate. Uh, so it seems like back-to-back games now that we're really not getting off the field on third down and we're also not converting. So from a defensive perspective, what have you noticed on film that maybe why is that, uh, why is that inconsistency there? Well, I don't know um, what DA answered or how he answered that question, but I think um, it would be wrong to – try to narrow this down to one or two mistakes by any individual or scheme or it, you know, there's, there's a bunch of things that go into that. And so ultimately we have to get back to the drawing board and, and make sure that we're doing what we really like and doing it well. And so that's on us coaches. That's on us players besides um, between us getting down to the execution and just calling exactly how we want to do it. And so that, that look, I think it's going to be a group effort between both the, the players and us. I don't think you can put the blame on the players. I think ultimately we have to help them be in the position and execute at a higher level. Now, uh, you know, Coach Hodge, when I look at, um, he's very active. I'm not saying he makes all the plays, but uh, Pete Warner led the team uh, with eight total tackles, uh, five unassisted. Uh, but he's kind of been uh, out of sight, out of mind. I know he's one of the team leaders, him and Cam Jordan. But Double D, Demario Davis, uh, now instead of uh, – he had five tackles, but instead of five, I wish he had ten. So uh, what has happened maybe why we haven't called his name as much in the last two games against uh, Green Bay and Tampa Bay? Well, I don't know that um, it's any fault by him. Uh, he's, he's making the plays that he's presented with. Obviously, the one uh, last week, you know, got away from him, and, and we'd put him back there, and, and he's our guy, and he's going to get that matchup again at some point, and he's going to come out on the other end of that for us. But uh, DeMario's doing his job. DeMario is doing the things that we're asking him to do. He's playing at a high level. Um, the stats may not prove that, but um, he's not getting negative graded, negatively graded. Um, that's, not, that's, not the, that's not the case. Uh, ultimately, when the opportunity comes, I think he's going to take advantage of it. Um, and obviously the intangibles that that player brings, um, you can't ever put enough weight into how valuable that is for our group. Now, uh, Coach Hodges, uh, talk about a little bit when you have in the depth, obviously, to, to get the fans familiar with. Um, when you utilize them, uh, not so much. It's more we utilize the nickel a lot. But, you know, when you're doing a traditional 4-3 like with Zach Bond, uh, but sometimes he's not on regular defense. We all know how he contributes at a high level on special teams. But talk about uh, that group, uh, the young group of like Zach Bond, Nephi Sewell, uh, DeMarco Jackson. 
and, and even uh, uh, Ty Summers. Uh, I look at DeMar ja- DeMarco Jackson. He seems like uh, that where he's at right now, that you could count on him on special teams, uh, you know, considering that uh, the, from Michigan State, the Andre Dow, the Andre Dow, that that uh, definitely uh, that DeMarco Jackson has uh, grabbed the bull by the horn, so to speak, and taken advantage of his opportunities, especially on special teams. Yeah, I think, look, all those guys you listed have done a really good job in their role. And whatever role we ask for them, they, they fulfill it. Um, Zach, Zach gets in uh, when the personnel dictates for it, when the scheme that we want dictates for it. And he takes advantage of it. He's done a really good job. Uh, he's, a, and he's a very good outside linebacker. I think the opportunities off the ball that we've given him, he continues to get better. He had made a nice play and a difficult play for us just yesterday. And his confidence level continues to grow. And uh, all of those guys, when the number is called, um, I, I think that they're going to step up. And just like Caden did last year and um, – Everybody else on this team, when, when your number's called, you're just going to have to step up. But the group collectively has worked extremely hard. They work well together. Um, and we're preparing each week like the next man could be up at any moment. There could be a shoelace at any time, and we've got to be ready to roll. Coach, if my math is right, and it's not often, but you were a defensive graduate assistant in 2012 and 13 at Fresno State, which would have been Derek Carr's junior and senior seasons i'm just kind of curious as to what you saw then and the quarterback that is here now and and what the saints have well i'll say this um i don't know and i can only speak for myself i i did not realize how good he was um you know i thought we we got in there and him and Devontae adams were there and there were a couple all-americans on defense tyler davison was on defense and uh, we walk into that situation there as a staff leaving Texas A&M. And um, Derek, the, the leadership, the work ethic, the the way he approaches everything is the same a decade ago as it is today, only even more enhanced um, for obvious reasons. But he, he's been excellent for as long as I've known him. Um, it's a joy to be back around him. I think that uh, – when he gets this thing going and, and he gets healthy and starts playing to the level that he was doing during camp and, and early in the season, I just I think that this thing is going to get turned around. I'm not worried about Derek at all. Um, I'm excited for where he's at. I just love that he's in our building and, and you can feel his presence uh, around our team. Now, uh, Coach Hodges, uh, what is your take? And uh, obviously you practice, you have different drills. But, but I, think, I, I think this is critical. You know, you look at that turnover margin. Uh, we're minus two for the game. Now we zero for the season. And I thought that was a big reason why we only won seven games because we were minus 11. But we got off to a fast start. So I know y'all continuously emphasizing whether, you know, you don't have to scoop and score or pick six. But if you get your hands on the ball, you got to intercept it or force a fumble and recover. So I know that's something y'all emphasizing. Uh, like, for instance, we had two fumbles. We lost two fumbles, and they didn't fumble, that being the Buccaneers. But I know that's something that you know when all said and done, going up to New England, uh, can we force turnovers and, uh, you know, get it out of possession, whatever that might take. So I know that's something that, uh, that y'all cont- continuously preach it to the players. Yes, and that, that's not going to stop. You know, um, I think 
and I know DA has said this to you guys, and and this is this is true. I mean, these things come in clusters, and and we you said it already. We we got off to an early start, and that was a, a nice little cluster there, and we just got to search out and and find a catalyst to get the next one, you know. And so that uh, emphasis will never change. Um, we'll continue to try to be as um, unique as we can to continue to make that top of mind for the guys. Um, but ultimately when the opportunity comes, they need to take it and it's got to be on their mind every time they're close to the ball. And so uh, we're going to continue to emphasize that with them and, and, and they do it amongst each other. So uh, those things are going to come. I, I believe that we're going to, we're going to take care of our takeaway situation this year defensively uh, much better than we did last year. And I think we're off to a good start and hopefully we, we rally this weekend for the team. Now, uh, you know, Coach Hodges, what approach do you take? Because really, you don't have no time off. And the practice is all of a sudden you have a scout team defense and maybe you have a practice squad player like Afrony RG or whoever might be in the linebacking court, even a veteran like Jalen Smith. How do you interact with them as far as giving the offense a good look, you know, whether it's scout team or that, and, and, and trying to um, better your craft? Now, just talk about that to the fans that if you're on the team, I'm going to coach you up, even though maybe you're not playing on Sunday, but I'm trying to develop you. Yeah, look, we're, we're as intentional. So I've been here seven years, and we're as intentional about it as a full staff, from offense to defense to special teams, as we've ever been. And that's charged by, by the head coach to the assistant coaches. And be it still in a little time right after practice, or grabbing the tape from the scout team. I watch tape every week with Anthony. The conversations are technical, fundamentals, and we are constantly working to develop these players. And that's our job, you know? I mean, we're teachers, we're developers. We're, we're not just here to, to work with the guys of today. We've got to work for the, the long haul here. And, again, we talk about the injuries in the NFL – you never know who's next up, be it Jalen or Anthony, you know, and obviously those are very different people in their, as far as where they are in their career. But if I'm not taking care of my, my end of the deal on, on handling them, their development, then I'm not doing the, the, the team any justice. And that's, and that's not just not, that's not going to happen with the way DA makes sure we're leading this group. Well, coach, uh, tough situation, not an enviable role. We had Doug Marone on last week. This, this schedule is done weeks in advance, but we appreciate your time. You know, two and two, it's just, just four games in. Uh, best of luck in New England and the rest of the season. Okay. Thanks, guys. Y'all take care. All right, thanks, thanks, Coach. That's linebackers Coach Michael Hodges. Say goodbye to him as well as Bobby Bear. Bobby, thanks for your time tonight as always. All right, Hawks. When we come back, we'll have Mike Dettelier join us on the Silver Slipper. We'll talk some NFC South and Monday Night Football right here on the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the Saints Coaches Show. Joining us now, Mike Dettelier, back to the Silver Slipper in Hancock, Mississippi. And Mike, what a tough Monday. But a tough Monday in New England as well. They didn't get any good news there. Uh, the Patriots said... Uh, 
at least indefinitely, they're going to be without Christian Gonzalez, their cornerback, and also Matthew Judon, the the linebacker, as they kind of get second opinions on their injury. So not a whole lot of great news coming out of there, not to mention they're averaging 13.8 points a game, uh, one of the lowest in the the NFL. They have Stinko on offense, and they turn the ball over. I mean, you know, Dallas got cheap points yesterday, okay, off of kind of lollipop throws uh, by Mac Jones. Uh, defensively, they, they still pretty tough. But with the injuries to Gonzalez and Judon, who is a really good player. Man, Mike, there ain't a lot of guys that could start for all 32 teams. He could. That, that's how good of a player he is. Yeah, and he feels like he's the new, I mean, you know, like Shaq Barrett and Mike Mike Parsons, this this this, you know, these edge kind of, you know, three, four linebackers that just have so much athleticism. Bill will move him around a lot. He's never in the same place twice. You know, if you if you got like an eight play drive, you might see him in the same play twice. But most of the time he's a he's a moving part constantly. So Yes, they play a three-man line, but we all know with that 3-4 defense is, where's that fourth guy coming from? Is he coming from your left, coming from your right? And Judon, man, he's really good with it. So with that injury, and, and I like Gonzalez a lot coming out of college, I thought he was an outstanding cover cornerback. He's instinctive. He's smart. He plants and drives hard to the football, and uh, he gets it, Okay. Uh, he don't play like a rookie. So, man, if they don't have either one of those guys, uh, that's a big plus for the Saints. And, man, their offense. Uh, and there was a big article in, out in Boston about the offense is offensive. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that's right. how bad it is. But we've sort of seen a little bit of that uh, here down in New Orleans. But, man, Mac Jones, um, Mike, just watching him, his regression from his rookie season uh, and him not being able to read and recognize coverages, him putting up throws in coverage and sort of these throws out to the outside, that's an easy pickoff for a corner. Uh, He didn't do that as a rookie. And now, uh, you've seen the last two years, he's been on a steady slide down. And uh, I really liked what I saw out of Mac at Alabama and his ability to to find open man, he was accurate, and he could make some plays with his feet. But, man, he, he's not been the same player since a really good rookie season. Let's go around the yeah. NFC South a little bit because it's kind of, you know, the Saints' bye week is week 11. Tampa has their bye week now. They're off next week. The Texans are at Atlanta. Carolina's at Detroit. Just seems like such a, you know, for Tampa, because they are kind of beat up. So it's a really good time for them uh, to, to have the open time. And we talk a lot about in the early part of the season that defenses would be ahead of the offenses. And, but it seems so much more so now. You look at the NFC South as far as offenses. Atlanta's averaging 15.5 points. The Saints are averaging 15.5. Carolina's averaging 16.7. New England, 13.8. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I feel like it's a lot of that is kind of the preseason situation. You know, they don't play a lot of guys. There's only three games, and they don't play a lot even in those three games. The other thing, too, Mike, is that none of these teams have what you want to call upper-tier quarterbacks. 
when you look at Atlanta, yeah, they can run the football and they're effective when they can, but when they can't, that's Monroe ain't winning you no games. <laughs> I mean, he's not. Uh, he was rattled by Jacksonville, who had troubles on the defensive side to football. Uh, you look at Carolina, one week they throw the football 58 times with Andy Dalton, and then, okay, they jump out on Minnesota and then somehow find a way to screw the pooch here. You know, they're turning the ball over to the Vikings, who I didn't think played particularly well in that game, but they were able to come back and win. And then the biggest surprise to me has been Tampa. Not so much on defense. You know, they got four former first-round picks, four former second-round picks. And if that's Vita Vey playing at 80% or 75, I don't ever want to see him at 100. Because, man, it looked like they had two of them out there. Every play he was making inside, blowing things up, getting some pressure, got two sacks yesterday. It's how well they played on offense and basically played over a half without their top receiver in Mike Evans. And, and most people up until yesterday couldn't tell you who their running back is. They couldn't have told you about Rashad White. Couldn't Rashad have told White. you well, well, at all uh, about him. Baker Mayfield, hey, listen, you got to give him credit. Yeah. I think he has made many more plays than any of us could have imagined. He's impromptu, and I, I don't want to use that word about it because he's always been a, a little bit of a, a runner, scrambler type guy. But he's much smarter today in not trying to force things. The one time he tried to force it, Isaac Adam comes up with the interception. Now you give it right back to him uh, in, in one play. And I think that, that call was, wasn't right. That, yeah. that should have been put at the 20-yard line. As far as that, uh, come on, the referees messed that one up. But whatever, you still would have probably uh, – well, I think they would have probably took the knee on yeah. that deal. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, being at the one-yard line, you had to do something with it. And Adam has got to be more protective of the football. But the one time he put up uh, a helium shot – you know, and I've seen him put up a lot of them in the NFL. He was really good yesterday and effective moving the chains on third down plays because you have to respect his ability to run the ball. Yeah, very much so. He did yesterday, and he made the right calls. I mean, he kind of should have gotten one picked off by Lonnie Johnson Jr., but, you know, didn't got his hands on it, couldn't hold on to it. Mike, as always, appreciate your time. Thanks very much. Thank you, Hoss. Appreciate it. That'll close things out for the Saints Coaches Show. My thanks to Charlie Long in the booth tonight. We'll be back next week post-New England as the Saints begin four straight in the AFC. Monday Night Football is next. 2-1 and one Seattle against the 1-2 and two New York Giants. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is the Saints Coaches Show on the Community Coffee, New Orleans Saints Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 